everyone. We are back for episode 12 of the Our Little Talks podcast. Um, it's been a month. We're doing pretty well. We're averaging more than one episode per month based on the pace we set at the beginning when we recorded three or four episodes the first, I think the first month. And things slowed up a little bit. We had a two-month gap, but this time there's only a one-month gap. So we're uh, we're really doing well. And we've got a big show planned for you today. It's mostly going to be talking about Muppets. As you as per usual. As well, not we don't mostly talk about Muppets, That's but we true. like to talk about the old school classic Muppet stuff. We do. Excuse me while I make some adjustments to my microphone here. We don't. Uh, if you've never listened to this podcast before, we don't edit out all the technical glitches. <laughs> it and adds to and the things. charm. It gives it that sort of um, sort of the impromptu, off, homey, off feel. the cup, yeah conversational it just keeps it conversational mm-hmm. but um i wanted to start today because i thought of something um interesting all right that i haven't thought of in a while Let's... Uh, and that is that this is not the first podcast that i've ever been on really um every, i think on the first episode we explained the story of how you and i, I used to put you on the bus in the morning and we would yes. talk and we're like hey we should start a podcast this is back when you were what 10 12, 12? 13 yeah and um, so we came up, we found some, um, we found a, a theme song mm-hmm. that was, um, it was, what, what was it, what was it, it was called Peppy Pepe or something like oh. that, and it was basically stock music, and we were going to use that, and uh, this because we couldn't think of anything else, but then when we finally, we, we had the, we had the, we had the theme song, but we didn't have, we never actually recorded anything. No. And then we decided finally, hey, we finally, we better start, we better do this. If we're going to do it, we need to do it now, like yeah. four years later. And then you rewrote the theme song, which you heard at the beginning. You yes. wrote your own theme song, yes. which you played on the ukulele. And yes. you said a while ago you couldn't remember how to play it, but. Recently I remembered, yeah. Yeah, you came out on Muscle the. Muscle memory. Came out in the backyard and was like, hey, I remember how to play the, the theme song. Yep. So I do have a couple recordings of it saved somewhere, so we're yeah. good if you forget. Yeah. We'll I, I could it write there. it down, I suppose. But So anyways, getting back to this podcast thing. Back in 2011 or 2012, um, when, on my previous job, I had a lot of time. I worked by myself most of the day, and I listened to podcasts uh, while I was driving around. Cause it was a driving job. And there was one in particular that I started to listen to. It was a Disney-themed podcast called mm. The Hub. It was called The Hub Podcast. The Hub. And the um, the whole premise of it was there were people who had their own Disney-themed podcasts. And they all, uh, ah, several of them would come together as to a panel. The, the Hub. To The Hub, yeah. which is the area in it's front of the clever. castle. At, at oh, I Kingdom, didn't know that. For those of you... Who don't know that? It's called the Hub. For you and, non-Disney connoisseurs. And they would just talk about Disney stuff, mostly the Disney parks. And it was it was run by a guy named uh, Matt. And then there were other regular former pot, uh, Disney podcasters who would come on. Um, Mike and Greg, I think, were two of the guys' names. There was a guy named Keegan. Mm-hmm. And then there was a guy named Aaron Wallace who um, I know that name. I've probably talked about him before. I have one of his books. He ended up writing some books about Disney World. He wrote one about Epcot and one about the Magic Kingdom. The Thinking Fans Guide 
This is a oh. plug for Aaron Wallace's books. Okay, yeah, maybe. Um, the Thinking Fan's Guide to the Magic Kingdom. I've seen Thinking that Thinking Fan's Guide to Epcot. The th- and then he did, I think, a second edition, updated edition of The Thinking Fan's Guide to the Magic Kingdom. And then he wrote a book called Hocus Pocus in Focus, because he's a big fan of the movie Hocus, Hocus Pocus, Pocus. And he yeah. wrote a book about... Huh. I, which... I haven't read that one, unfortunately. I have not read that one. But uh, free plugs for Aaron Wallace's uh, books. But anyway, he was one. The th- it was mostly him and Matt that that ended up being on on the podcast. And I got a Twitter account simply just to follow the the when were they releasing new episodes yeah, and so follow could... the people that were on the podcast. Uh, that was the only reason I got a Twitter account at yeah. first. Um, and I don't know why it seems ridiculous now when I think back, cause this is almost 10 years ago. I, w- I didn't know much about Twitter at the time or Twitter handles. Yeah. And I thought, well, I guess cause the purpose of this is to follow these Disney guys. Maybe it showed Disney themed. themed name. Yeah. And Pinocchio is my favorite Disney movie. And I thought, well, I'll get Jiminy Cricket or Honest John or something like that. But for some reason I picked the the name bumpy grumpy <laughs> bumpy, bumpy grumpy. grumpy yeah i don't know Who's why bumpy grumpy uh well grumpy from snow White oh. and the seven dwarfs but i just thought no one's gonna there's obviously someone already had the twitter handle grumpy yeah so i just thought okay bumpy grumpy i don't know why yeah it seems silly Alli- now. not alliteration but um assonance sure assonance yeah uh sure whatever but <laughs> you're you're the English guy, not me. <laughs> right, but that's what that was the the Twitter handle I had, and so then, um, I was listening and I would interact with everybody on Twitter, and we built up this camaraderie between the listeners, and yeah. they liked having fan, interactive fan listener, interactions, yeah, interactive listeners, and um, and then in whenever it was that Disney purchased Lucasfilm, yeah, I messaged Matt. And said, hey, can I come on the podcast and talk about this? Because I'd really like to talk about uh, Disney and Lucasfilm. And so he said, sure. And so then they invited me to be a guest on. I didn't know this. You never told me this before. I totally slipped my mind for some reason. So he said, (laughs) yeah, sure. Like you went and met them? Well, no. What what it was, was, um, and I can't remember the name of the software. In the early 2010s, but this was around before FaceTime and Zoom and all this came along. There was a... Skype? A, Skype. That you was couldn't it. remember I Skype? I can't remember Skype. I don't know. <laughs> it was Skype. Yeah. They Skyped. They, they put, a, I guess, what we would call a Zoom. Yeah. They put together a Skype where the two of them were on and then and I then joined on. in. Uh, and for some reason, as soon as I joined the call, my I had a laptop computer. Like, it died. Like, it just... All this weird stuff came up on oh. the screen and then they were trying to call and get me back. And somehow, even though my computer wasn't working right, I was able to log into Skype. And I just told them, I might, you might lose me somewhere in here because my computer is doing weird stuff. Um, but anyway, I went, that was the first podcast. I never I knew that. On. Yeah. And I went Is it and still, about, can you like still listen to I, that? You know, episode? I thought about it <clears throat> this morning and I thought, hey, let me go check. And the website is down. Yeah. The Twitter feed is still up. Um, but I, none, and I thought, well, if the website is down, maybe the files are saved on the Internet Archive, and I couldn't find them anywhere. I thought I downloaded the. Is it on Spotify or something? No, it the they haven't recorded it in 
probably five years that oh, I've recorded okay. an so episode. So it's an old. So, but the Twitter feed is still there. Aaron Wallace is still on Twitter. Um, yeah. Because I checked. Um, Huh, well, and maybe cool. I might reach out to him after this and say, "Hey, we you remember me? Remember me? We talked about this." He and I interacted a little more, um, in, informally on Twitter. In fact, when we went to Disney World in 2013, I when we were down there, I was like, "Hey, Aaron, we're my family and I are at Disney. I'm thinking of coming into the Magic Kingdom uh, tonight because my kids are going to go to bed early or whatever." But he was busy and couldn't. Oh. couldn't we couldn't have a. Uh, a hub podcast meetup, but um, well, that's pretty cool though. I didn't know that. It was just a fun thing to listen to people, you know, bunch of grown men talking about, <laughs> talking about uh, Disney. Disney parks and stuff. But uh, I might reach out to him and say, "Hey, we uh, we brought this back up yeah. on the podcast." The Maybe day. you can get him to plug <clears throat> our little talks. Oh on. yeah, we need like we our need goal has always been to have our goal hundreds is fame. Our goal so. here is fame. Yes, that's what we're shooting for. Well, if you've listened to any of the episodes, you know that's not really the goal. But you know, but we, we have had a few more listeners. It might be it might be interesting because yeah, it's. I mean, this is we've talked about this before. <clears throat> this is more just for <clears throat> an, a for us type thing. Yes. So we can kind of you know look back. But I later thought about and, that and for some stuff. reason this morning. I don't. Oh, that's it, cool. I thought, hey, I haven't been. That was the first uh, podcast and only podcast that was ever. On. And they would mention. This is the first podcast I've. Here's ever another done. thing that was funny. There was um, on iTunes, which is no longer they don't have iTunes anymore. It's been divided up into Apple Music and yeah. Apple TV and all that. They would ask listeners to leave reviews, and someone using the name Lulu had <laughs> left a one star review, and I can't remember her review was something like "so dumb" or "this is dumb" or something. Something really simple and insulting, like "dumb" or something. Yeah. And then someone, either one of the guys from the podcast or another listener, started a Twitter account for Lulu. And there was artwork of Lulu holding up a sign with five stars, and only the one star on the far left was yeah, filled in. Yeah, her one. review. And then she would just, you know, say things like, uh, uh, "Mr. Incredible," more like "Mr. Incredible Dull," and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so it was just a fun little thing that we did, and f- and then there was a night um, after um, Lucasfilm had been purchased. There was something going on. I was online that night, and there was a rumor going around Disney World that. Bob Iger and George Lucas were going to appear at Disney World and then started getting around that they were going to come in on a helicopter what? and land in Disney World. And then people started using the hashtag IgerWatch. Who's Bob, Bob Iger? Bob Iger was sort of the president and CEO of Disney, of Disney at the time that oh. Lucasfilm. I, I knew the name, Lucasfilm. but I couldn't. And so we were online all night waiting for... For this for big Bob appearance, a big announcement from Bob Iger and Didn't George happen. Lucas, and it never happened. Yeah. But, I don't know, that was just one of those, I just thought of that this morning. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's The Hub cool. Podcast. It's no, nothing of, there are, um, there is evidence of it online, but I couldn't find any of the audio files <laughs> or anything. I, and uh, I probably don't want to, I'm sure I wasn't completely. <laughs> You're being annoying. I was completely <laughs> annoying. Um. Uh, I do remember saying on there though, because they said, "What are some?" Because they was, they were saying, "Well, obviously they're going to make more movies, but what about the theme parks? What do you want to see?" And I said, "I wanted a Millennium Falcon walkthrough attraction," and they sort of did that. Yeah, kind of. It's kind of they kind of did that, but um, yeah. so that that 
that did happen. I yeah. think I said I wanted like a land speeder, like the Dumbo, the flying elephant, but they should do one <laughs> with land speeders. That would or throw cars off land. the, the ambiance of... Um... Yeah, probably. So anyway, there's yeah, that. There's cool. 12 minutes of me yakking about oh, the, cool pod, the Hub podcast. And um, uh, yeah, I'll reach out and see... Hey, Aaron, try to remember yeah. me. Aaron, if you're listening. If you're, if you're listening. Plug uh, us we, in your we next plug, big we, project. We plugged your... Um, your works for he, free. His his own personal podcast, and I don't know that he records it anymore, it was called zippity Doo pod which is a really <laughs> good... funny. Which is a really great um, name for a podcast about it Disney. Is. It is. It's a very zippity good... zippity Doo pod Hey, let's start talking about some Muppet stuff Let's now. talk about it. I wanted to actually begin. There was an interview ah, yes, with Frank yes, yes. Oz in Let's The Guardian. And it was an interview with Frank Oz discussing his, his past with the Muppets. And, uh, and uh, he talks about the current state of the Muppets and um, why he uh, doesn't work for them anymore and he says he would like to he said but they really don't want me uh and i'm trying to find let me see i'm, I'm this is going to be make for some really boring part was i scroll through <laughs> this, this interview enthralling. <laughs> on my stupid phone looking for um the part that i wanted to talk about and that was something that um first of all he said that he thought the the negotiations with Disney um, for them to try to purchase the Muppets actually, he thinks, contributed to what killed Jim Henson because he just made him sick and it worried him and made him sick. So he did they them. buy? Did Disney buy the Muppets they before the Muppet. Jim Henson died? Um, I think they were in the process of doing it. Um, I thought that was a recent thing. No, that was. Uh, they bought the Muppets. I think. Fully into they. I don't think they ever bought them until two thousand four. Oh, okay. He was in negotiations with it. What year just, did the Muppets come out? The one with Amy Adams um, and Jason Segel. I don't remember what year that was. Um, but it says in this interview that he says he hasn't worked with the Muppets since two thousand seven. The articles. Uh, the person writing the article said they assumed he had retired. And he said, that's not correct. He said, I'd love to do the Muppets again, but Disney doesn't want me. And Sesame Street hasn't asked me to work for 10 years. And he says, they don't want me because I won't follow orders and I won't do the kind of Muppets they believe in. And then he said, the soul is not there. The soul is what makes things grow and funny. But I miss them and I love them. Um, and... That's been something that I've always have been saying for a long time is that, and I'm going to try to find it here. Uh, again, I, I thought I had saved these, these quotes. He talks about, um, he says he can't bear to watch them anymore. Um, and then he said, this is, I'm so sorry. This is, I you should have I had, taken screenshots. I did, but no, I can't find it. <laughs> he basically talks about how um, I'm gonna find it, but it's a it's a thing that I've always said is that with the with the Muppets, um, they 
the modern they've taken all these characters and someone else is doing the, the yes. voices now and i've always said that um if you don't that like kermit is an extension of the personality of jim henson yeah so you can give the puppet to someone and they can do the voice but they they can't they're not kermit they're not kermit in fact he says he, yeah here it is he says because uh, he said do you get tired of the endless terrible yoda imitations he says no i'm used to it he said but people don't understand anyone can do a voice it's not the voice it's the soul and that's what something that i've always that i've been saying for a long time when it comes to uh the modern incarnation of the muppets is that yeah they can sound like it they can sound like the muppets but they don't bring the same personality like for instance all if you watch Miss Piggy's constantly saying moi over and over again. Yeah, it's a caricature. It's, a, it's an impersonation of Miss Piggy. Yeah. It's not the same. Jim Henson and Frank Oz and, you know, all the other puppeteers used to bring their own personality yeah. into the characters that they did. And, they, and now it's just people doing an impression of the Muppets. Yeah, because I feel like Miss Piggy back in, the, back in the day, you know, she was like really funny and really clever and witty not herself maybe but the writing was really clever and witty but then now if you look at her it's just her speaking french and hitting people and so it's like yeah. it's not that's not what miss piggy was even though no there they've was got a... the expressions down or the way she speaks down it's not the character yes you can make kermit's face do the scrunchy faces <laughs> and all that but you're not bringing it's not the same it's not having the same character and that's why i like the show muppets tonight yeah was they they focused it around a bunch of new muppets yeah. the old the classic muppets were on there but they sort of had more of a background role like kermit the frog was almost like a supporting player because the main the host of muppets tonight was clifford as they said <laughs> was this guy clifford um and they brought andy and randy and that's where the, what's the name of the prawn? Pepe the Pepe, King Prawn. Pepe, it's where he came in. Uh, Johnny Fiyama. Wasn't Pepe in? No. The, oh, no, I'm thinking he of came along I'm Muppets thinking of the rat. I'm pretty sure. I'm thinking of Rizzo. He might have been in one of the bad, uh, I don't know if there were some bad movies between Muppet Christmas Carol and, I don't know when Muppet Treasure Island came out, but he might have been in that. But I'm pretty sure he came along from uh, Muppets Tonight. Muppets Tonight. Yeah, I think if they made more like Muppets projects like from what is the studio called that does the Muppets is it Jim Henson's Jim Henson Productions yeah if they did Jim Henson Productions movies and TV shows and stuff but got like different puppeteers or brought back old puppeteers to do different characters I think that would be better than yeah using the old characters and I think Jim or Frank because nobody really watches the Muppet stuff anymore not little kids. No. I don't know any kids. And older kids. people I've been don't teaching watch school it because for six it's or not seven the years same. and they like I don't know what the Muppets no. are. Um, like kids my age don't know who the Muppets yeah, are. Yeah, and I don't enjoy. They know who Kermit the Frog is, but they don't yeah. know who the Muppets are. Like in fact, there's a movie, a Muppet movie coming called The Muppets Haunted Mansion. Oh yeah. Which I re- and I'm like. It's like. <laughs> I don't know anything about I it. Follow, Do you know about it? I follow the Muppets on Instagram. And they were posting all of the people who were going to have, like, a surprise, like, celebrity celebrity cameos. cameos. And it was so many people. 
and that's because the Muppets can no yeah, longer I was carry like, the show. Can't they have to have stand on their own. They can't they stand on their own. It used to have was a guest host guest on the Muppet hosts. Show. Yeah, but the Muppets did a lot of the legwork. Yeah, and the like Muppets there was stand there was cameos anymore. in like their original like Muppets Take Manhattan, Muppets, um, the Muppet Movie, and the yeah. Great Muppet Caper. But like it was just for a little bit, and it was not that much. It wasn't like. And it sounds cameos. like it's to the purpose of this is to promote promote the, the ride. mansion ride, Probably. which I don't know that it needs any promoting, <laughs> but um, that's what the Muppets are basically, and which is which will get us to the Jim Henson thing that we that we're going to talk about in a minute. But the Muppets started off as pitching products early on. That's one of the first things they did was pitch products and, and commercials, commercials before yeah. they went to Sesame Street and became famous on their own. Before they went yeah. off to Hollywood and signed a contract with Orson Welles. Signed <laughs> a rich and famous contract. Rich and famous contract. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Frank Oz, he's not a big fan. He doesn't. He says he doesn't even bother to watch them anymore because the soul is not there. And I agree with him. It's nice to have Frank Oz, yeah. knowing that Frank Oz thinks the same thing I do. Because <laughs> then I don't Oz just sound like you. I don't just sound like some, you know, old. Yeah, you can be Probably like, well, Frank Oz said. Those what they used to be. I think, like, the first, the Muppet movie that they made with Amy Adams and Jason Segel, I think that it's a good movie, but they should have stopped there. Or just figured out what to do with, and we've, I think we've talked about this before, like they did the Muppets TV show, the one on ABC, oh, the one on ABC. It was on for a year, they tried to make it like The Office. And the adult humor was sort of out front on that. Yeah. Where in the past, the adult humor was subtle. Yeah. I think the idea of... I just don't think they real, know how to do it. A fake reality TV show with puppets is really funny. But since it's the Muppets, it's like, you know. Yeah. But it just... it It's... Yeah. I don't... I don't it doesn't... They, it's like they don't know really how to handle it. They have an, the new ver, a new vision of what the Muppets what they should do with them. And the vision is monetary gain. Like, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) I just don't think they know how to properly... They don't know uh, what it was that made the Muppets popular. The whimsy. It was about the performers, not the the voices. Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. There's that whole thing. Yeah. There's that whole thing. So, anyway, yeah. Um... Okay, cool. Great. Yeah, moving on. Moving on. Hey. Um, moving right along. <laughs> so, we went to see, um, and we've done, the, the Henry Ford Museum in Dearborn, Michigan, um, over the last three or four months, has had a Jim Henson exhibit on uh, in, the, in the museum. And it's the one that we've been to when you were younger. They did it in Chicago, Chicago at the Museum of Science and Industry. And a lot of the same stuff was there, there yeah. in this exhibit, but there was it was a little bit smaller, and there were some different Muppets on display, and some other ones that were there before weren't there this Am time. Am I wrong in saying that Fozzie was there in Chicago? I don't remember Fozzie being there. I remember Rolf being there because i remember how big the cost the puppet was because it had to be able to fit people underneath it yeah because it required at least two people to do fozzy or rolf but it was three people 
No, I think because I think Jim Henson would do the oh, left yeah. hand and then the mouth with the right hand and then another person would, would do, do the, the right, right hand. hand yeah. But it would just remember that it looked like it almost would drape over top. The bottom Probably, would drape yeah. over top of the performance. I do, whenever I see Rolf, I always think, I'm like, it's such a really fat dog, but like <laughs> just because yeah. there's two guys in there. You yeah, know? and the last time it had the Miss Piggy puppet from the end of um, the Muppets Take Manhattan the, with the wedding dress. I thought they get married at the end of the Muppet movie. No, at the end of Muppets Take Manhattan. Because they're doing, it's part of the show that they're in. And then, remember Kermit comes out oh, during yeah. the wedding and scene like, and he's like, Fozzie? I thought Fozzie yeah. was supposed to be the... The preacher. The preacher. It's a real preacher and, it's, yeah. and she laughs, and then it's the real preacher. And then he has, he puts, she puts him on the spot, and he has to um, decide what to, um, whether he's <laughs> going to marry her. Going to marry her or not. And then he yes. does. I do remember that. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, all right. Thanks for joining us again here on. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the exhibit. Anyway, back to the, the Jim Henson exhibit. It was called, if I can find them. No, that's, I'm looking in the wrong place, friend. I'm should really get this place. all organized. Well, <laughs> it's more important that we have um, that our podcast be really, um, really off the cuff and, and long the cuff, and yeah. unprepared and like be completely unprepared to hold the discussions about any of these things. I think you're right. So it was called the Jim Henson Exib- uh, Imagination Unlimited. Was the name of the uh, yes. exhibit? All right, and I that was what it was called when we saw it. Here's what it said on the wall as you walk in. Throughout a singular career spanning four decades, Jim Henson created iconic puppet characters and stories for film and television that left an indelible mark on popular culture with his gently subversive humor. That's that's a very good description of the Muppets humor. Gently subversive. Mm. Like it's like the electric mayhem. That's a subversive sense of humor, but they're, it's gentle. Yes. Restless curiosity and innovative approach to puppetry, Henson built the Muppets into an enduring international brand, contributed beloved puppet characters to Sesame Street, and made movies that applied his vivid imagination to stories for the big screen. This exhibition explores Henson's unique contributions to the moving image and how he and a talented team of designers, performers, and writers created an unparalleled body of work that continues to delight and inspire people of all ages. There you go. Yeah, I think that's a good a good summary of sure jim henson sure absolutely so what were some things from this uh from this exhibit i know we took a friend of yours yes and we were really excited and then what it was it that she said about um whether she liked the muppets or not yeah because we invited her i said we were wondering if you'd want to go with us and she said yeah sure i'll go and i said you don't you don't really like the Muppets that much, do you? And she said, well, I like them like how a normal person likes the Muppets, not like how you guys right, like the Muppets. Right, exactly. Normal people are just sort of, hey, the Mu- I oh, like yeah, the Muppets. Oh, yeah, the Muppets. But we kind of have, we, we, we have we a deeper connection a, to the deeper Muppets. Deeper connection with the Muppets. Um, yeah, um, but she enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was very fun. Kermit the Frog is right there waiting as you walk in. We got to pick, pick I wish it. he had been somewhere else because when I walked in, it's like there's a big line of people. Right, you want your picture taken with the. Kermit you want the your frog. picture with them. Everybody wants their picture. And it bottlenecks. And it, you feel yeah, like... and so I didn't get the time to like fully look at it and appreciate it because I just took the picture and then yeah. walked away. That's the second Kermit the Frog puppet I've seen. Yeah, there was one at the Smithsonian. I saw. That I've seen. This one before. And I've I actually, think. when I was, he was a smaller young lad. Than I thought. Yeah. When I was a young lad and lived in New Jersey, we went to 
um, the Lincoln Center in Manhattan. Yeah. And because they, they had a bunch of Muppets on display. Um, cool. It's cool. There. That was where I saw Fozzie. Yeah. Uh, they had all of the Statler and Waldorf and everybody yeah. was there. Uh, Bert and Ernie. Yeah, on Bert and Ernie was cool. Ernie with his uh, rubber ducky. Rubber ducky. Yeah. Uh, there was a couple there that were trying to get their picture with Bert and Ernie, and the lady came over, and, or she didn't. She kind of looked at me, but her eyes were crossed a little, and she so she said, "Will you take our picture?" But she was kind of looking yeah, away from so me. Yeah, so you weren't sure. And I was like, I kind of. I didn't want to make her feel bad, so I kind of looked to my right a little to see if there was someone there. Yeah. And there wasn't, so I was like, yeah, sure. And so I didn't want yeah. to make her feel bad because I didn't think she was looking at me. But I took their picture with uh, Bert and Bert Ernie. They were Ernie. super excited to yeah. not have to just do like a selfie. <laughs> I was really excited. I don't know why. Which, I mean, the, I was really excited to see Scooter the, for some reason. Like, I saw him, and oh, I, well, like... Oh, well, my uncle owns a theater. <laughs> like, I audibly was like, oh, it's Scooter, and then I ran over to go see Scooter, which Scooter has never been, like, a favorite of mine, but it was really... He's, uh, yeah. Of, I don't... I, maybe I just didn't expect he's to see him. He's an unsung Muppet. And so I went... So I, I do like Scooter, though. He's kind of cool. He's just a gopher. He was the gopher, but his uncle owned the theater. Yeah. In the Muppet, uh, Muppet show. Great I like the songs that he would do. He always had good songs, like the... Dancing did, Bear song. Yep. He did, uh, on the episode with the stars from Star Wars, he sang yeah, he sings uh, a... Six String Orchestra, which is yeah. a very Chapin song. It was that really was cool. fun. Yeah. Um, I was excited to see Miss Piggy's gloves. That was cool. Miss Piggy's gloves. I missed it. Why they, they had her gloves there? Yeah, they had like her purple gloves with the ring. Well, what? I missed that. I must have missed that part. I thought you pointed Chip. them out to me. Maybe I did. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't make a big impression. Didn't make on a big me, impression. No, yeah, it was cool to see the the other stuff they had there was cool because they had the dress and the suit from is it Labyrinth? Is that what it's called? Yes. I've never seen it before, but With it Jennifer was Collin. my friend was it. very actually I've never seen it either. Oh, maybe we should watch it. Maybe. But my friend was very excited to see something that David Bowie had worn. Well, she was like, "Of course, oh my gosh, David Bowie wore that," and I was like, "The yeah, well yeah, who wouldn't be excited about that?" <laughs> um, they had the a couple dress of was fraggles. Really couple of fraggles. And now Fraggle Rock was on in the eighties, but I was believe it, it was on show? HBO. And so I never had cable because I lived in the country. I didn't get cable till the early '90s. It was a TV show. Fraggle Rock, yeah. And so I never actually got to watch Fraggle Rock because I'm pretty sure it was on HBO. Hmm. Now in the last episode, I did a lot of googling. Um, I don't, should I Google that now? You can if you'd like. I could. Yeah. Uh, Research. You can talk about Grover. Grover was there. Grover was there. I love Grover. He's one of my favorites. And then you guys actually got to use some. They had some sort of fake Muppets that you guys could, you and your friend were able to yeah. make a little... Yeah, the little video that we got to make was stupid. It would have been better if it was just like you could mess around with them. Um, but yeah, there was some little like puppets and they had the sticks on their hands so you could make them talk and um, you would put them on and there was a camera and it would film you and put a little song over it and you were supposed to like make the puppets lip sync along. But yeah, so that was kind of fun. It was I, I like Muppets and puppets, and I like <laughs> I like doing puppetry. I like Muppets and puppets. I should become a puppet puppeteer. 
That's what I should do with my life. You should. You should be. A I'll be the next Jim Henson. Is what I'll do. Maybe. Maybe. So, um, yeah, in the U.S. it was on HBO. Yeah. It was from 1983 to 87. Don't ask me. And I didn't get cable till like 80, late, maybe like 1988 or 89. So Fraggle Rock, I had no access to it. So I never really got to see it. But Um, what was The Muppets on? The Muppets was syndication, so it was always on. And that was on in the early 80s and then reruns later. But syndicated, it wasn't on CBS or ABC. It was syndicated, so local TV stations would air it. Oh. Nice. And, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Fraggle Rock. Um, Dark Crystal, there were some characters there from the Dark I've Crystal. I've never seen that. I and saw I it a long time ago. Um, it's not... They made a new one, I think. Yeah, uh, I think they did, yeah. It, the, it wasn't a, like a fast-paced adventure because it was puppets. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Is it like a... It was, it's like an elf. They're like elves or something? Yeah, I've only... I, it's been a long time since I've seen it. So I can't really... Say for certain. Say for certain. Um... Uh, boy, this... This is not... <laughs> I thought we'd have a lot more to talk about than this. <laughs> well, what else was there? We got our pictures taken in front of the uh, or some original posters from the the three good Muppet movies. The Muppet movie, The Great Muppet Caper, is, and The Muppets Take Manhattan. Is The Muppets Take Manhattan not on Disney Plus? I think it is. For a long time, The Great Muppet Caper was the one that was hard to find. Now I think... I love The Great Muppet Caper. I think Caper. all three of them are on there now. I love the... That's my favorite, I Nikki? think. Nikki? Is that his name, Nikki? Yeah. Charles, Charles, Charles Grodin, Grodin, who died recently, and yeah. I did an impression of him uh, two or three episodes ago, and uh, I got some praise from a friend of mine for my wonderful Charles Grodin sing, fake singing impression from the... Well, uh, yeah, it wasn't even him. It wasn't even him. Your voice was dubbed, as <laughs> Miss Piggy pointed out, so yeah. astutely. Yeah. Um, I Going to see... It, now I'm almost 50 years old, so going to see The Muppet stuff with the Muppets is very nostalgic driven. Yeah. Um, but like I was saying, I don't really watch new Muppet stuff. I don't think it's as, I don't think it's as creative. I don't think it's as funny. I don't think it's as whimsical. And like, uh, Frank said in that interview, there's not as much soul to it. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think there's really like, like, now, you know how, like, the Muppets would do, like, covers of songs on the show? There yeah. aren't songs that the Muppets can cover anymore. Well, and they used to cover all kinds of songs. Yeah. They would cover songs you'd never heard before. Like, yeah. Like, you know, Tippy Tippy Tin and stuff like that. Yeah, there's, they would have to, like, go back and do, like, songs from the 80s and 70s But the Muppet show was a, a an ode to vaudeville in a way, so it, it relied on the vaudeville format. Um, but it did do modern, you know, pop songs. But it it was I learned a lot of old songs. Yeah, I, I heard a, um, a Carpenter's song on the Muppets, and so I went and listened to it, and now, now I like, like the, the Carpenters. Carpenters yeah. yeah, I mean, there you go. There you go. The Muppets yeah. guiding you into some uh, quality. Soft adult contemporary rock music. <laughs> I don't know. People call the Carpenters, a, you know, it's like soft folk. rock. It's kind of like folk it's singing. Just, it's not rock at all. It's, it's kind of folky. 
Yeah, I don't know how to describe adult it. Adult contemporary. Adult folk. contemporary would be the. Yeah. The... No, I wouldn't. Uh, no, they're not really rock music. They're like hippie music, but not in like a rock and roll way. Hippie music. Yeah. The hip- Carpenters. Kind of, aren't they? No, they're like they remind me more of. They're like. Um, they fit in with the Osmonds were kind of corny, but the, <laughs> it's just sort of that wholesome. Um, yeah, I guess. Osmonds, uh, what's another? But like modern, wholesome act? not Debbie I guess Boone. not hippies, but, but like but modern. But Karen Carpenter like... was great. Just and her brother was a great songwriter, and she was a fantastic singer. So it wasn't like a novelty act, like the you know some of those. Yeah, it was just groups. It was all about the music or one hit wonder type of thing. Um, what I mean, I don't. I don't mean like hippies, but like the people now who like listen to old rock and wear 70s style clothes and like nature and crystals and candles and stuff. They like the carpenters. The so, people that um, Sam the Eagle would call weirdos. Yeah. You the weirdos. cool people. The cool people. The cool people. The, cool the hipsters. People. The hip people. No, hipsters is different, but. <laughs> Used to be if you were hip, that meant you were different. You weren't you weren't a square. You weren't part of the yeah. the mainstream. But then everybody got then now everybody's cool, so nobody's cool. If everybody's hip, Only the nobody's hip. Who are uncool are cool. Yeah, yeah. If everybody's hip, nobody's hip. What right. else happened? What anything else? About Count the... von Count von Count was there. I didn't go and I didn't go up to him, but I saw him. Beaker and Bunny Bunsen. Oh uh, yeah, I like Beaker and. So one thing Bunsen you and your Honey friend do. did, you would stand in front of. The Muppet, the, yeah, and whichever pose Muppet them. and pose. Like if there were two Muppets, you would mimic their pose, and then we'd take a picture. That was kind of fun. Yeah, that was fun. That was better than just taking you know pictures of the puppets and with nobody in them and being like, <laughs> yeah. "What is this?" You know, in or ten years, you, like, and be like, "What is this from?" These 50 pictures of Kermit and, you know, yeah, Bert and Ernie and Grover and the Count, but nobody in them. So you got to be a little more creative with it. Yeah. You have to send me some of those photos because you took some photos of us that I don't have. All right, then. Thanks for scolding me on the podcast. Yeah. Appreciate it. I'm going to put you in your place in front of all of our I had another, many followers. Uh, yeah. All two of them. I had another um, thing I was going to bring up. Oh, we have to talk about something very, very important. What's and that? And that is the trailer for West Side Story. Oh, let's talk. Let's discuss. Now, I'm trying to remember what was actually in the trailer. <laughs> but here's the problem with this movie. <laughs> let's break this down. We'll uh, see if my I problem. Here's the not. problem. And this is not... I'm not saying that they shouldn't try to ever... Like, you should never remake. It's a Broadway musical. I'm yeah. fine with there being Modern different... Modern adaptations and Different such. adaptations of it. Uh, not enough. However, George, watching this pod, watching this this trailer, not enough George Chakiris. In in fact, zero George Chakiris. Is the not guy's George playing Chikiris. Bernardo? I'm sorry, he ain't no George Chakiris. Okay. Yeah, he ain't, he ain't no, no George Chakiris. Yeah. Here's the problem. <laughs> West Side Story. If you say, hey, what are like ten movies? Like, if you could only have ten movies, West Side Story, 1961, mm-hmm. would be one of them. I enjoyed West Side Story as a film, and I think that it's like okay. one of the like iconic movies, one of the iconic musicals. Yeah. Um, but a lot the of the iconic music. A lot of people take issue with the fact that there was no, or well, there was little to none, no Hispanic representation oh. in it. 
<laughs> Don't start with Look, me. Look, it had the ultimate Hispanic representation with Rita Moreno. Yes. However, Natalie Wood This is 1961. This is what yes. they did. No, no, no. No one is saying... Well, some people might be. I mean, I'm in not a lot saying, of movies, like I'm in not a lot saying, of westerns, the, the Indians were played by yes, the white indigenous guys. Yes, the indigenous peoples or, are, are, or, they, or were, they were Mexican. or yeah. Even now, a lot of times, if you see an indigenous character in TV, it's either they're Asian or yes. they're Hispanic. Yes, I totally understand. But So I am what excited I saying, about this now, that they are redoing it, and it'll be nice to see... Um, uh, actual... Hispanic people playing Hispanic. I mean, there yeah, were a lot of George Hispanic... George Shakiris is not Hispanic. No, but there were a lot of Hispanic people in the original playing roles roles of Hispanic characters. Yes. That's just the main it's character just, was not played by It's any, just Maria was, just was Natalie Wood. Natalie Wood, who your mother cannot stand Natalie Wood for some reason. But. It's because she played a Hispanic woman. No, I don't think that's it. I think she just doesn't like her for um, some, some strange reason. I don't have an opinion on Natalie Wood, really. But I am excited to see. Yeah, I've never met her. Well, I never met. I forgot she passed away. I was gonna say maybe someday, but no. Um, the actress who's playing Maria, Rachel, I believe it's Zegler. I don't know if it's Zegler or Zelger. I think it's Zegler. Yeah. Um, I've been following her on Instagram and Mm. listening to her Mm. her YouTube stuff. So I'm excited to see to see her. It's cool to watch her her journey on social media because yeah. she posts a lot about now wasn't there some uproar about that they weren't the right kind of Hispanic she's not people? Puerto, she's not puerto rican so people were upset some people were saying she's not dark enough or she's not um puerto rican so and uh, i understand that yeah, feeling i think because other, it is such a big it, like this is where i agree with both sides of this strange political argument we're in right now like they're like some people are saying Shh, they didn't have people with skin was dark enough. And that's that's sort of the same. You're you're judging who should be in a movie based on the color of their skin. Yeah, or saying that because of the color of their skin, they're not quote unquote Hispanic right. enough, or, or you're not... the wrong kind of Hispanic yeah. person, or whatever. And it's acting, you, you know. It's I agree to. I agree with so that to an extent. So this is a fine yes. line we're looking at here with these kinds of things. I think, um, since it is such like a big deal in the Puerto Rican community as a film, it would have been cool if they had gotten an actual Puerto well, sure. Rican. But then they also actress. did the same thing within the Heights and yes, y- and people boy. were very all the upset wrong kind of Hispanic that. people there too. And I just don't understand. I I understand it, but at the same time, I'm like, I think that we have to take it as it comes because. There's, it just shouldn't it, spend. It's a, gone a lot so of people long. work really hard on this movie, and it's unfair to them to say they were the wrong. Yes. People for the role. I or think whatever. you know we've gone so long without Hispanic and other people of right. color in films, and now that they're being introduced more, and there's become the big movies like Crazy Rich Asians or Black Panther, sure. or um, In the Heights and. Uh, other movies like that like shang chi yeah. and the legend of the ten rings yeah. people get upset and are like oh well they're not dark enough or they're not the right kind of hispanic right. person or asian person and to me it's like i'm a middle those of the road are valid now. things i think but also like we're still growing and we're still working on sure. it so take it as it comes and be yeah. grateful that um, we're yeah. moving forward yeah i'm a middle of the road guy i'm like you know i i don't you know, this idea that, well, why can't a, you know, 
there's people who are probably like, well, what's the big deal if a white person plays Hispanic person that's acting? And I'm like, well, you should probably have a Hispanic pl- actress or actor play a Hispanic character. Yes. Because if um, you're trying to, like... But I'm also not with... in in line with the idea that, well, if you're playing someone whose character is from Puerto Rico, that you have to hire someone who's Puerto Rican. I yeah, mean, I think the that, that like... there can be a little bit of leeway there. Um, but... Like, my thing with it is, if you're making a movie with the intention of giving representation to a specific community and honoring that specific sure. community, and then you don't hire an actor from that community, it's like, well, are you honoring that community, or are you just making a movie about it? You know, like... Yeah, I don't know. I understand. I understand that argument, but also I think um, we shouldn't also ascribe malice to the decisions that are made. Yes, we and I don't think that people, people should be get... attacking... Yeah, actors they, online because you know they're also are, there excited are some to... people who in, um in assume that there was some evil intent yes. in not hiring a puerto rican actress it's like yeah. no it was just they hired the actress they felt was best yeah because I, I remember people were mad at lin-manuel miranda and saying like oh he's colorist or whatever and i, I was like i don't think that, that that's true i think he I just hired colorist is uh like um, it's kind of like being racist, but it's that you're you're racist to people with darker skin. Because he didn't skin. pick someone with darker skin. He's... Yes, he did not. He did not have an Afro Latina play um, Nina in in the Heights. Yeah. I mean, okay, I understand that. You but want... I also think there was like and, and I'm, let from me what let I've me backtrack seen... a little bit. I am, I don't agree with the idea of well. Generally, I don't agree with the idea of picking someone for something based on how dark or light their skin is. Um, but I understand that when people watch movies, they like to see people that represent yes. them. And, you know, like it or not, when you look in the mirror, you see you see a certain skin color, no matter who you are. And so when you watch a movie, it's nice to see a yeah. face that represents yeah you feel seen and you feel valid so i can understand it from that point but i just think we need to handle this better and not get so angry and like you know accuse people of you know having bad intents when intentions when they make these decisions on who's going to be in their movies i don't think that's what's going on another really interesting thing that happened with specifically with calm down people you need to calm down you need to calm down Another interesting anyway. thing that happened with Rachel Zegler was she was Is chosen. it Ziegler or Zegler? I think it's Zegler. I could be it could have a different pronunciation and I'm just saying it wrong, but um she it was announced that she's going to play Snow White in a live action adaptation yeah, I of heard Snow about White. That. Yeah. And it was weird because all of the, these people who were kind of quote unquote liberal you know, younger, sure. left-leaning people were like, well, she's too, she's Hispanic, and she's dark-skinned, which well, At least they're being consistent. She's not <laughs> super, she's not super dark-skinned. She has a very fair complexion. They were saying, like... She's not uh, fair this complexion is, enough. This is Snow White. She's supposed to be white and have pale skin. That's why it's Snow White. Um, and so they were getting mad and complaining and saying, like, this is a European fairy tale, and we should be accurate and all this stuff but to me it seemed like they were the same people that when it was said that the actress who played 
Ariel was going to be black. They were the people on the opposite side of the argument who were like, no, this is good. And they were arguing against the people who were calling for accuracy. It's hard to know. All that stuff. This is why I've shied away from social media for a long time now. Yeah. I think we're listening to the wrong people in a lot of these discussions from both sides of this political debate. Um, especially yeah. Uh, also, uh, Snow White. We're listening to all the wrong people on every side. We need to. Yeah. We need some reasonable people. With common just sense. In the middle. We're gonna. I don't like to say in the middle either. I guess, but just we need to be. Need to be Not more so kind and, and understanding and compassionate, and a little less of this. You didn't do it exactly the way I thought you yeah. should have. So you need to um, be. You need to apologize. Exiled to the other exiled, side of Mars. Yeah. Um, never to be seen again. <laughs> let's let's get back to this West Side Story thing. I'm oh, really yeah, interested. Yeah. How are they going track. to um, pull off G Officer Krupke? <laughs> How are they going to pull this off? Because it was it, it was perfect last time. How are they going to? Mm, are they going to be able to question. match it? Are they going to even I have it in the movie? Are they going to leave it out? You know, they might cut some songs, which would be utterly heartbreaking. Well, you know, um, everybody's got their own version. Not to say I'm, that... I'm interested in how Steven Spielberg, how they handle the cinematography. Because there's a lot of, um, like the shot in the dance when um, Maria and Tony see each other for the first time. In the original, they blur out everybody else in yeah. the in Well, the it seems that in this the that. one, they go under the bleachers to talk. Because there was a shot of them talking under the bleachers. <laughs> it's not nearly artsy enough. <laughs> Um, I don't know. It's Steven Spielberg. Yeah. I don't know if I like Ansel Elgort as Tony. You, uh, Lee, the look, actor who plays All these Tony. names that you're throwing out, I have no idea who any of these I people are. I feel like are. Ansel Elgort. Uh, but if you ask me will I ever watch this version, yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, we, we'll go see it. Um, and I won't... I don't see- like, I'm just saying I'm not sure about the actor for Tony, but um, who's... I? Well, I'm sure none of them are anywhere near as talented as the, the people that populated the cast of the original i would say george shakir who plays anybody's very good dancer you know dancer singer guy who plays anybody's what who plays anybody's who plays anybody's yeah the character anybody's who's anybody's the one that's like uh where this is a you done good buddy boy and then say like, thanks daddy o or whatever is that's anybody's anybody's is the girl that's the name yeah anybody's who plays anybody? I don't Let's remember. It Listen. You keep yapping. I'm here's the thing. The, I've seen that movie once, a total of one time, and I was that's, like... That's ridiculous. I was like seven. All so. the dumb movies you've seen, and you've never seen... Um, that's on West you. West Side Story. I have seen West Side Story. I mean, I mean more than once. Yeah, that's true. Susan Oakes was the actress. Anybody's West Side Story wiki. Let's take a look. <laughs> I'm very large with shadows, you know. I can slip in and out of them like a wind through a fence. Uh, well, this looks like it's the wiki for the original West Side Story. Yeah, just Google anybody. I and Velma ain't dumb. Google. <laughs> you done good, buddy boy. Thanks, Daddy-O. Just uh, um, Google. This is for the... Just uh, Google the cast. This is for the original one, some Susan Oaks. Yeah, just Google the, the cast. Uh, Maybe I will. <laughs> Maybe you should, yeah. I'm going to do anybody's the guy who plays West Side the... Story. Is it coming out this year? I'm 20... not sure, but the guy who plays the guy that... Um... 2021. 
Oh gosh, what's his name? Gideon from Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Let's take a look. 2021 cast and crew. What's his name? What? The guy who plays Gideon in Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Russ Tamblin, thank you. I answered my own oh, question. Have, yeah, Riff. Yeah, the guy who plays Riff looks cute, but I think I don't remember. Riff is kind of like a bad guy. So Bernardo is played by David Alvarez. He ain't no George Takaris. Josh Andres Rivera is Chino. Corey Stoll, Lieutenant Shrank. Well, if it ain't Lieutenant Shrank, top of the day, Lieutenant Shrank. <laughs> And Officer Krupke. Top of the day, Officer Krupke. We'll give you the top of the head. Ezra Minas is an actor known for West Side Story, Madagascar, and Ridley Jones. Is playing anybody's? Or? Yeah, I can't tell. Let me see. Looks like maybe... I don't know if if, she, if he is transgendered or she's transgendered. I don't know. Uh, it looks like they might be. Might be. They might be. It's um, hard to tell. Non-binary, maybe. Ezra Which Minas. is the perfect person to play anybody who's sort of a tomboy. Yeah, I was going to say, them, but, it, you know, yeah. it could they could do a really interesting. I've never heard of this that, person. So I've, I have never heard of them either. What's their name? Ezra Menas. Ezra Menas. That's not okay. Nope. I don't know. Anyway, oh, lots of dead air. Right. I apologize um, for um, I apologize for this. Oh, they were in Jagged Little Pill. Well, there you go. I don't know what that is, but is that a Broadway, Broadway show? Yes, yeah. and they do use they, them pronouns, so they're non-binary. Okay, well, there you go. There you go. Anybody's. We figured it out. Anybody's. Anybody's. Interesting, yeah. I yeah, I think it'll be a, an interesting take on it. I think that um, um, it will be interesting to see how they they um look at the the racial aspects of it and the. Yeah, it'll be nice to see. Here's my thing. I, I will go back. Like when Disney remakes their animated movies with a live action version. I'm like, I don't really want to see a new Disney version. I if someone else made a version, yeah, with a different with take a different on it, take yeah. on it, then I go. But when Disney's just tweaking their old stories to make them s- s- sort of fit into a modern sensibility or whatever, I'm not interested in that. I want to see yeah. Disney try some new see, stuff, and I want to see some other people tell some different there stories. There are certain movies that I think wouldn't work to be remade but i think that west side story is not one of them because it's a very no. it's a very artsy film and it's like oh it's like just a different take on it or whatever but like also if someone it's was one like, of those things like broadway plays and plays yes. are meant to be done by different if somebody said like we're gonna all, remake it, i'm actually shocked they haven't done it before s- before yeah. not sooner than this if, if somebody said like we're gonna remake the sound of music I, to me i would be like no that's not... Yeah. Like, I didn't have a problem with it making a Mary Poppins Returns. I but, love Mary Poppins Returns. But all they did was make a sort of See, a... Hey, they... we had lamp lighters in this one. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was, was chimney, chimney sweeps. sweeps. Now it's lamp lighters. And, uh, See, to me, the though... Room, like, they don't have a tea party on the ceiling. Now when they go in the room, the room's just upside down. And then... Yeah. Um, Turning turtle. Right. I think that... And so it was like the same stuff from the first one 
that's something that I'm okay with because when I went into it, that's what I was looking for was sort of like a it's a it's very a new story. it's very nostalgic it for me. Sure, but then just I'll watch the original. But that movie is like okay with West Side Story. That the original Mary Poppins is probably number one on that list of like don't touch it. Uh, this is the movie that. <laughs> Yeah, if they don't tried mess to, with if it. they, it was fine because they made it's like a sequel. If they, they had tried to remake yeah, they didn't, the first Mary Poppins, that would well, that's kind of what they did. They did kind of remake the yeah. first Mary Poppins. It was like the argument people had with the Force Awakens, like, oh, it was the same right. thing or whatever, you know. I guess that's whatever, what we but wanted. we're not going to talk about. We're not, we're not talking, talking about that Star right Wars now. anymore. Sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. I'm not, that's but you can news. be. Um, anything else? I I. And plum out of things to plum say. Plum out of things to say. Okay, uh, we've stretched this out too. Do you have anything else on your list? No, I don't have anything else on the list. I didn't think the West Side Story conversation was going to go off into what it did, but that's what you know that's what? what conversations do. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, how long have we been talking for? About an hour. Uh, about yeah, an hour. Yeah. That's good enough, isn't it? Yeah. I think that's probably good enough. So, um, thanks for joining us. Thanks uh, for tuning in, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Um, we just wanted to, uh, I don't know. I didn't have a lot of great insights into the Jim Henson exhibit. I'll just say. It was I, also a little bit ago, so we forgot. It was a while ago. Um, but, you know, it's, I'm a big fan of classic Muppets. So it was nice to see the classic Muppets. Because the exhibit pretty much ends at the time when Jim Henson passes away. So there's nothing really in there represented at the, the the Muppets new, after he yeah. left and I haven't really liked much of what's happened since since he died so um, it it was a it was a poetic it was a poetic uh, exhibit for me because it, it it ends at the point when I pretty much think had, the Muppets started to the downward had slide. Jim Henson already died by the time they did Muppets Christmas Carol they were I think they were in the process of making that or pre-production of it when he so died does Jim that was Henson the last voice... thing he had his hands in no steve whitmire is kermit the frog in that movie. oh but it's still got the jim henson touch yeah it has so that's Frank the last Oz good thing has, that yeah the muppets um, made most muppets the last girl. yeah and there's some parts movie, of it i don't really like but i like it now there's I think some parts of it i don't really like i think it's um, a good one I some just... people call it the best version of the christmas carol but i don't like the part with uh Jacob and Marley, because it's two new voices doing Statler and Waldorf, and it I doesn't have work. Known. Um, <laughs> I like it. I like that part. <laughs> anyway, I just think that the exhibit is... I just used to be scared it's po- of it. It's a poetic exhibit. It yeah. ends when Jim Henson's life ended. By the way, if you want to weep sometime, go watch the uh, memorial of Jim Henson when all the different puppeteers come out. And I can't remember the name of the song that they sing have you seen you you probably have where the on sesame street or one of them they like read a letter from a fan after he died it's no, soul crushing so. it was <laughs> <laughs> it was the worst because he was like it's they were talking about they said like it's so sad that your friend jim died or something and they said like um it's a good thing that so many people can do Kermit's voice because then he'll always be with us and then all the puppets like look at each other sadly and it's like <laughs> yeah but see that's the thing is Kermit to yeah. me he's never hasn't been with us at all since that time <laughs> yes, it's been but a it was guy still, doing it was it. still a touching thought from a child you know so it's like it's like if you had a uh, 
there's certain yeah there's certain characters that you can just put a different actor in and see what they can do with it yeah um a different take on but it there's some characters that a person just inhabits it so much that it's a part of who they were and kermit the frog is one of those how many of the original muppeteers are still i around? don't know you don't know i don't know interesting couldn't tell you bub I haven't watched <laughs> I haven't watched any mu- new Muppet material in quite some time. The last thing I think I saw was Muppet. I watched some of the Muppets TV show, the Office version thing. They we did watched the really one like with that. Josh Groban, and Mom turned it off because she was uncomfortable with it. Yeah, they kept making like a bunch of like sexual jokes. Yeah, and, stuff, and, and that's was, the like... thing that I was trying to say earlier was that you know, like we've brought this up before. Yeah, like, like the, the idea yeah. that the you know that the the electric mayhem were high. Yeah. They in this Muppets thing, they just come right out. And they're smoking and basically, weed. Yeah. Basically, they don't imply it. They basically Kermit makes a statement, um, just flat out saying it. Where the joke was, if you were old enough and smart enough, or if you were old enough, you got the joke without them having to say it. I didn't realize that they were supposed to be high until like. Zoot's all spaced out. I guess not. I wouldn't say very recently, but until I was older, because before I just thought they were like rock and roll hippies. That was the subtle, subversive humor that was talked about in that. I just thought that that was. But that was missing in the Muppets TV show. It was all just openly vulgar, (laughs) borderline on on vulgar discussions and things, and that's. That's not the Muppets. Yeah, because I we don't need an adult version of the Muppets. With the the Muppets were always. Something that the whole family could enjoy, because little kids didn't get the subversive humor. Yeah. And adults did, or whatever. You got a thread hanging off of your oh, t-shirt. I'm like, why something. are you looking at me like that? So anyway, is that it? I think can so. We, can we go now? <laughs> can we can we can wrap we this done? thing up? Can we leave now? I don't know who says the the line. I think it's you this time. I think I said it last time. I think I said it last time. Well, I think you should say it this time. But I think I said it. Last I don't time. know who said it. I think you should say it. I don't want to say it. I think I said it last time. I think you should say it. Fine, I'll say it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I enjoy our little talks. <laughs>